99 drinks still left to go Welcome all in and enjoy the show It's me though with E, I'm the host You know, so sit back, relax, grab a snack and let's go And welcome into the 99 Dreams podcast. I'm Rauri. And if you're a first time listener, welcome. You found the 99 Dreams podcast. I'm Rauri. I'm the host of the show. And today I've got a great guest on. I'll line this one up. There's going to be so much fun. I've been looking forward to this for a while. He's an old friend from my NZIS days. Uh, he's a huge Newcastle football fan. So I'm pretty sure at some point the conversation will end up there because that's just how passionate he is, even though the team's just a couple of stripes. To be fair, they look like referees, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but welcome to the show, Jack. Glad to have you here, brother. Uh, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Shit, you've picked up the intro now. I've got to make sure I bring my A game for this. I might have used it all already, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Nah, cheers, bro. Thanks for having me. It's been a yeah, been a long time between drinks. Me and you've had a chat. Yeah, bro. It's been a little while. But before we get into anything, can you just tell us, you know, who you are, where you're from? Uh, yeah, of course, mate. So I'm Jack. Uh, as Rawdy so kindly introduced, I'm 26. Yeah, 26. Jeez. Um, originally from England. Uh, lived in Wellington since 2002, but moved up to the mighty Waikato four years ago to. Uh, try and study i guess <laughs> but yeah that's uh yeah that's me that's me married married for nearly two years as well jeez managed to lock down some poor soul <laughs> poor woman poor, poor woman, woman man she's a poor woman indeed not just because of me but because of my family got <laughs> some flack over the years eh? <laughs> oh. oh bro it's been way too long, man. It's been so long. So what have you been up to in the meantime? Between NZIS and here, you mentioned you've moved to Waikato, you've been married. Yeah. You know, you've got a lot you've got a lot to fill in there. Yeah, man. So after after we left NZIS, what was that, two thousand and fifteen, wasn't it? Yeah, fifteen. Uh went in PT for six months. Uh yeah, that's a great Actual personal training, great six months. Terrible experience with the gym that I was at. Um, probably shouldn't name them, but yeah. So while I was actually run you back, remember when we were at NZIS 2015 and all the teachers were concerned about me because I was always asleep in class. <laughs> yeah, man. So I, so during that time, I was working like night shifts at Countdown. So I'd finish work sometimes like five in the morning, get like an hour's sleep, then I'm on the train into Wellington. So I bring you back to after the six months of PT, and I still had that job. Did that for a little bit longer, then I went over to Chile. I had professional football trials over in Chile, which worked out really well. That's so why I'm back in New Zealand. Uh, came back, worked for Spark the mobile company for a few years love that but then was like kind of need a degree i guess <clears throat> get that fancy piece of paper that says i've spent three four years of my life somewhere with and did a bit of work and then yeah cut forward to today supposed to finish it last year but changed my degree so i'm doing something completely different with one more year to go hopefully so hopefully. What, what degree are you doing now and what did you change from so 
Uh, I was doing a bachelor's degree in teaching primary. Um, so I was going to be a primary school teacher. Don't ask me why. That's yeah. That's a question we'll avoid. Because I always wanted to be a PE. I always wanted to be a PE teacher from from college days. But mum was like, "No, you just want to be a PE teacher because your PE teacher would crack a beer open at three twenty on a Friday." And I was like, "Well, that's the perk, I guess. Not <laughs> just the sole reason." Um, but she got she taught me into doing primary because primary need more male teachers and. And I was like, oh, okay. And then didn't really enjoy it for a year and a half. And obviously COVID didn't really help. But, yeah, just got to a point where I was driving back from Wellington. I was about to go on my 10-week, like, placement, my last one. But they said uh, I couldn't go on it because I failed one, one assignment and one paper. And I was like, well, can I not do it over summer if it's just one assignment? And they were like, nah, we kind of want you to have everything finished. So I was like, you know what? I'm not enjoying it anyway. What's the point? So I went and spoke to some people. And now I'm doing a sport, uh, a health science human performance degree majoring in sports coaching and development. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. So still going down, still trying to, I guess, relive the youth and trying to <laughs> do sport as much as I can. Until my legs fall off and my arms don't work anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna flog that horse for a while. <laughs> yeah. Bro, you should have just come down to Dunedin when I went to Dunedin, man. Oh mate, I don't know why. Like, yeah. I probably just should have. It would have been it would have been more fun. We would have just chatted crap the whole time. But um, yep. yeah, I looked because I looked at it and the wife's got an auntie that works for Waikato University, so we came up and had a chat. And I was like, well, I could move down to Dunedin, but I was what? <clears throat> oh, I can't really use age as an excuse because you're a little bit older than me, aren't you? Yeah. It might, it might not look it to the viewers. The viewers might go, what? <laughs> Raj, younger than Jack? <clears throat> but yeah, you're, I, couldn't, I can't even use that as an excuse now. But um it was either Otago, Waikato, or Auckland. It was like, ah, oh, who wants to live in Auckland? Not me. Yeah, that that already limits it to just two options. <laughs> <laughs> two. Yeah, that already. And I was like, oh, Waikato's closer than Otago, so I might as well go there. Plus, I've been to Eden a fair few times, and I was like, never been to Hamilton, so scratch that one off the list. <laughs> there's a there's a reason you never go to Hamilton. <laughs> there's a reason exactly. Why do you think the police are targeting it at the moment is one of the hotspots? Yeah. Yeah. High crime rate, high STD rate. That's just not a good vibe. It's not a good vibe. Not a good vibe. The beer ain't great either here. Oh, no, I lie, actually. Good George. Best thing to come out of Hamilton, good George. They mustn't use the Waikato River as as opposed to the old Waikato. They've left that to the Waikato draft, mate. They've left (laughs) that to the Waikato draft. They've gone, we'll use use something else that'll actually taste it. But I think (laughs) Dunedin still has the best, like, regular beer as well as craft beer. Yeah. Because it's, is it Emerson's? Yeah, man, we've got Emerson's down there. Yeah. You're you're challenging Wellington for craft beer central down there, aren't you? Well, they're trying to. I don't think anyone will get near Wellington. Wellington um, is premium. Wellington's premium. Yeah, it's all they drink now. Craft beer in Wellington's disgusting. Yeah, like sometimes you just can't go past like a good, you know, Spates. I can't stand Tui. I can't fucking stand Tui. No, Tui. 
again, avoid Tui and Waikato draft. I can, I can chow back a good space. Space is beautiful. Pride of the South. Yeah, man, I love it. It's all I drink lately. Like everyone back home, I've started getting into drinking spates now. Really? The yeah. old Waitata honey for the beers is now spades for the beers, is it? Bro, yeah, man. Spades <laughs> for the beers. Spades for the beers. <laughs> Bro, that would be <laughs> such good marketing for them. Oh, mate, it would be. Target, because it's like, you know, the way I always see spades is it's like just that, you know, your local New Zealand brew. It's not trying to be like Tui. It's trying to just, you know, infiltrate the grassroots. Get a, get sponsor some grassroots stuff, man. Then my like, Bunnings Heartland Championship, get the Spates Heartland Championship. The, <laughs> the man of the match has to do a, a, a Vortex as, as his prize of a Spates. Bro, a big crate bottle? Just Vortex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine that, just a prop. Just like he's done like 70 minutes on the field, he's dehydrated and he's thirsty as he goes, yeah, man of the match, uh, Vortex, this crate bottle of Spates. <laughs> Bro, it would be hectic. Speaking oh, of crate bottles, yep. by the time this comes out, crate day would have been last week. What plans do you have for crate day? Man, I don't know. I don't really. So I've never really been blessed enough to do crate day because I play cricket as well. So I'm usually the one copping some abuse from drunken students out at, our, <laughs> out at the cricket ground on the boundary because they're all like three sips deep on their first crate bottle. I don't know. What's the first Saturday of December, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I might be working. Oh, uh, that's ratchet. That's the worst, too. Yeah. yeah, oh, mate, yeah. Nothing worse than working I'm... on, like, Crate Day, St. Paddy's, you know, any kind of drinking event. Oh, the mate. Worst. It, it is the worst. It is the worst. <clears throat> oh, mate. So this year, so, like, because <clears throat> I'm Catholic, we have to do, like, Lent and stuff like that. So I thought, you know, I'll, I'll be good. <clears throat> For 40 days, I'll give up alcohol. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah, sweet. Two days later, so it's, I'm two days into my 40 days, so it's 38 days to go. I get four messages going, oh, are you hosting St. Paddy's Day drinks this year? <laughs> Paddy's Day was like smack bang, middle of crate, like middle, and I was just like, oh, you're joking, aren't you? <laughs> I was like, I've given up alcohol because... Last year I hosted it. We had a big night, a eh? barbecue, beers, ciders, town. Oh, how good! Yeah. Then this year it was. Oh no, I've got uni at like six o'clock in the morning. And didn't tell him I wasn't drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I was so angry at myself. I thought, no, I'll be, I'll be good. Oh, you know, I'll, I'll give up alcohol. Paddy's day was like two weeks into the lens. I was like, oh, never again. <laughs> Never again. I'm just going to stick to giving up energy drinks. <laughs> so did you last? Did you hold out? I did. I did. I oh, did. nice. I was proud of myself because um, my parents did. My parents did the same thing. They said they'd give up alcohol. They came within like 10 minutes. Like, come on, you guys got me into this. You're caving already? What are you doing? <clears throat> talk to us about your university journey because I've had a few of my friends from Otago come on the show yeah. and talk to me about their yeah. university journey and that's been relatable because obviously I was there for some of their yeah. journey as well. So how was yours being at Waikato? Uh, it's been an experience. It's been an experience. So like the first year I moved up, I did, you know, you did the uni thing, you stay in the halls 
because like you you don't really want to just jump straight into a flat because so yeah so I jumped into the halls and I was what 23 and yeah brilliant story so like move-in day right there I'm your castle shirt on as as per normal as per usual sunny's on you know like the dead adidas shades you know like that so I flicked them up and I've gone into my room and I just hear the the cleaner she goes oh you know Jack's in his room and so the RA comes walking down and he knocks on the door. He goes, oh, hey, bro, how are you? I said, oh, hey, mate, I'm Jack. Nice to meet you. He shook his hand. And he looked at me like this. And I'm thinking, oh, what's he thinking? And he goes, you're Jack. I went, yep. He goes, oh, I thought you were Jack's dad. And then, we, we, no, I kid you, no word of a lie, backed out the room. <laughs> just, just slowly backed out and walked away. And I've gone. <laughs> looked at Emily. Emily's going, oh. <laughs> like, that really just happened. <laughs> he came back like five minutes later and went, oh my gosh, bro, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. The awkwardness of me just walking out. And I went, to be honest, bro, I'd rather you've done that, break the ice that way instead of going, oh, nice to meet you. I'm blah, blah, blah. This is how we do things. Like, been so structured because, man, I don't do that. I don't do structure. But yeah, it's just the fact like he just, oh, I thought you were Jack's dad. And just slowly walked out the door. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was that was moving day. That was even before Union started. Um and yeah, What a way to like, kick things off. It was a great way to kick things off. Then I'm looking around all these fresh faced, like eighteen year olds here I am, grizzly <laughs> looking Oh yep. So got on with them all they gave me at the end of the year they gave me like a key tag that said number one granddad on it so i was like (laughs) (laughs) fantastic i didn't get any of that treatment at uni when i got down there (laughs) you you shave your beard off you look about 18 don't you (laughs) eat that nice and trim you look about 18 (laughs) wow i was a lot skinnier back then too i think the weight adds a little bit of aging to you yeah, that does age. Yeah, that does age you. But actually, mate, having money sucks because when you have money, you just want to buy food all the time. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the damn yeah. truth? Yeah. So um, yeah, first year went really well. Obviously, like motivated and stuff. But then obviously, second year with COVID and COVID being what it was, and everyone was scared that the end of the world was happening. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I still have to work because I worked at a supermarket, so. <laughs> Fuck, that was, yeah, shit. That would have been painful. How was that? What was that experience like? I haven't had anyone that um, was like a frontline. Yeah, worker. it was up here. Up here is all right. So I worked in Rotatuna, which is, I'm going to say, the, a nicer sort of area. It's more of a, it's a newer area of Hamilton. And so it's been built up quite nicely and things like that. And the new ones have been there for a while. But my job essentially, so you know, like the supervisors that come and ask you for ID and scan the barcodes, so when you want to buy alcohol and things like that. I was one of them, but there'd be periods where I'd have to go stand on the door for two hours and let one person out, one person in. So I basically became a bouncer at New World, <laughs> people in, um, and it was just, it was a real, real weird experience, eh? Like people being a meter away, mask, gloves, sanitizing the whole thing, and like the gov, the government telling you how to wash your hands and things like that. It's like. I'm sure my I'm sure my parents told me that like oh you have to wash them for thirty seconds make sure you know 
you got the daily three o'clock announcement that everyone tuned in for and tried to listen to you know Dr. Bloomfield and whoever else you wanted to drag up on that lectern. It was just like <laughs> it was a real weird time. And we never really I never had any trouble. Never had any trouble. They're all real nice and probably helps being six foot two that they don't want to pick on the tall guy. <laughs> but um yeah, it was a real weird time, eh? Just like uni seemed to just stop. And so, like, I'll do, like, like 10 to 7, 9 to 6, like, sort of those long hour days. And then you're just like, oh, i got to go and look at my uni timetable. And then all the classes were always, like, never actually, like, classes, like, sit down on Zoom for an hour, checking in with you, how's the mental health. And I'm just like, I don't feel like I'm at uni. I feel like I'm in, like, a counselling session. <laughs> it ended up like that, eh? It did, man. It was, it was real, it was, yeah, it was just a real weird time. And, like, you know, you... Obviously, like, I'm talking to, you know, I'm saying to my parents I'm a non-essential essential worker, essentially. Because, <laughs> you know, both my parents are nurses, so they were, like, they were keeping the country afloat yeah. like, and all this stuff. And here I am at a supermarket giving <laughs> people their groceries going, I'm an essential worker. <laughs> Although you were stopping the country from entering full anarchy, man, because once <laughs> once you saw people with three rolls of toilet paper in their bag, oh, it was all, it was all, man. It was all to catch these hands. Oh, mate, uh, yeah. Excuse me, sir. You've got two, one too many bog rolls there. You have to put one back. Are you kidding me? No, you're only allowed a maximum of two. That was yeah. the entire process. I never had the runs, so I don't know what the toilet yeah, paper thing was for. Mate, the toilet paper was just a weird, a weird thing. Whether it's because they thought with it being a viral infection, you're going to be blowing your nose heaps and stuff like that. But I don't know why you'd need three packets. <laughs> oh, what do you think? We were closed. I remember we were closed for one day. We had Good Friday. We were closed, and I was like, brilliant day off fantastic needed it and then we were open easter sunday and i was like well hold on easter sunday's a public holiday why are we why are we opening yeah normally it's always shut good friday it's always shut but because of covid the boss was like i need to make money the owner was like i need to make more money we'll open You're making all the money i was like you make enough money what are you talking about and of course i had to work and i'm like but it's i try to pull the religion card it's against my religion to work on easter sunday you know it's a religious holiday. It's important and part of my religion. Nah, you still turn it to work. Yep. That makes no sense, eh? It made no sense. I was like, well, hold on. So-and-so gets Diwali off. I want Easter Sunday off because I'm Catholic. Nah. <laughs> of course, that's the joys of being an English white male, eh? <laughs> the scourge of the earth. <laughs> One thing I think I do want to ask you, bro. Yep. Is, well, because I don't have the opportunity to get many English people on the podcast at the moment. And yeah. so with the recent passing of the Queen, like how significant, because oh, I don't really understand it. Because, you know, being from Aotearoa, yeah. we don't have that much connection to them. Oh, so how, how yeah, you know, significant was, was that? It was pretty, like, to me, like, I kind of knew it was coming, mate. She was 96, like. And, like, I'm not, I'm going to be honest with you, the night before, one news was like, oh, she's standing there with a cane looking real frail. I'm like, for crying out loud, she's 90 bloody sick. She's allowed to look frail. Oh, she, yeah. she died overnight. So I was a bit. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I woke up to a couple of messages from my team, my football mates in the morning going, oh, Jack, you know, we've seen the Queen's died. Hope you're all good. And I was like, huh. You know, when you first wake up and you read something, you're like, <laughs> what? 
And I read it, she died overnight, and I was like, oh. So I was like, oh, yeah, cheers, boys. It's, it's obviously pretty sad because all I've known is Queen Elizabeth. So, you know, she's, she's reigned, you know, she's reigned for 70-odd years, you know, she's got the Jubilee. and So then I went to uni, and it was kind of just real, like, I only had one class, so it was quite good. I was just kind of sitting there going, Fuck, like, we've now got a king. How am I going to change from God save the queen to God save the king? So anyway, like after uni, after you, like thinking about the real, like stupidest things, like, oh, is he going to stay with King Charles? Is he going to become King Charles? Like, God save our gracious queen, queen, ah, king. So anyway, <laughs> I get home, put one news on, and I'm just watching like all the coverage, and all of a sudden, just tears start just flooding down my face. I'm like, what the? Trying to sit there going, what's going on? The Queen had no idea who I was. Right? <laughs> she had no idea I moved to New Zealand. She has no idea I'm living in Hamilton. She's been to Hamilton, like signed papers and things like that in Hamilton. I'm sitting here on my couch, tears going, trying to go, what's going on? But yeah, it was just like, I guess it was a real surreal moment. And it would have been, if, if I'd have been over in England, it would have been like, oh my gosh, like the country would have just stopped. Country stopped. Everyone's like, nah, I'm not doing anything till, till we're told to, really. But I've still got to like carry on with my life in New Zealand because, although yes, she's the monarch here, it's it's not like she has a, you know, they have a direct, I guess, effect. But yeah, I was just sitting, sitting on, sitting, sitting on my couch, just going, why am I crying? <laughs> like she has no idea who or what I did. Yeah, I'm sitting here, and yeah, I guess that's just having. Like, you know, the queen, you know, she was, she was a staple, wasn't she? She was all you knew. She was, she was always there. You, you, you kind of know the day's going to turn up when she gets into the nineties, but <laughs> you just never think it's going to happen until one day it does. And you're like, oh, what do I do now? Yeah. But yeah it's, it's kind of weird to think the next three monarchs are going to be kings. Yeah, at, at the very minimum. At the very minimum, yeah. Because even yeah, because you got King Charles now, then you have William, and then you'll have George. Yeah, who knows what life. kind of kids he has? Please be boys, please be boys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be kings for a very long time. Kings for a very long time, yeah. But um, I will say I did love all the all the pomp and all the you know the the dress up and things like that. We we know the English know how to do it properly, eh? The English know how to do it properly. They're not they don't muck around with this. I oh, just chuck her in the wooden box and in the basket she goes. <laughs> <laughs> got to be announced. The fries got to do. Yeah, it was brilliant. Loved watching it. Watched the whole funeral as well. Watched the whole funeral. I watched them. Um, Prince George's, uh, not Prince George. Fuck out of Jesus, uh, who's that? <laughs> Prince George. <laughs> Bloody hell! Um, uh, what was her husband's name? Oh, the old geezer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Philip. I watched Philip. That's the one. Yeah, I watched his funeral. Everyone thought I was mad. I was like, no man, I pay respects. Watch his funeral. Yeah, because um, it is a different dynamic, you know, over yeah. here. It's because well, they don't come that often. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, yeah. like they're a part of our government system, but yeah. no one really cares as much. Well, yeah, that that was one thing it, it triggered me a little bit. Like the day she died, and then like a few callers rang up News Talk ZB and were talking about, oh, you know, it's sad, but maybe we should think about becoming a becoming a, a, an independent republic. And I'm sitting there going, she's only been dead half an hour. Are you talking about? Oh my 
have some respect and decor. The body's not even cold yet. She's only just got in the hearse. <laughs> She's in Balmoral. You're talking about flogging off already? <laughs> Let her at least get buried and be in the ground for a little bit before you start talking about becoming an independent republic. Yeah, that's a whole argument in itself, isn't it? There's, a, like, there's benefits to being with and without, and I don't know. There's a lot. It's it's a lot for me that I don't want to think about. I'm not I'm not smart enough to think about that. Oh, 100%, bro. It's above my pay grade. But it is an interesting topic it, for people to debate. It will be an interesting topic for people to debate. If it's if it's me, I'm saying stay, but that's, you know, that's me because it's too much for me to think about saying the People's Republic of New Zealand or it'll probably just become <laughs> Aotearoa. Aotearoa, yeah. That'd be better. If you're going to, I reckon, yeah, if you do that, but then we'd have to have another stupid flag referendum and, ugh. Oh, yeah, that old thing. That old That's thing. another process in itself anyway. Oh, and then you become President Ardern or a President Luxton or, ugh, yeah. President Rawiri. <laughs> <laughs> that is someone I would vote for, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the president, can I be Vice President Jack? Will Brotherhood, I got you. You can be you, you can be in me, man. Yes. We got this, yeah. we got this. Mate, we'll steer this country in the right direction. <laughs> I'll be on Twitter every day. <laughs> Mate, we'll, we'll build a wall and make Australia pay for it, eh? Yeah. I like oh, it. Oh, jeez. I like it. Mate, we're going to win. We're going to win this We'll election. ship all the possums back over to Aussie. Yes, have yes. you creatures back, you bastards! <laughs> How bloody dare you introduce it! You know what? The English introduced the stones, but you can have them as well. <laughs> yeah, we'll give those back. We'll give those. You can take the possums and stones too for the price of one. <laughs> Bro, there's another thing I would like to ask as well: is do you go back to England often? I haven't been back since moved over. True. Been back. Yeah, man. So is One, all two. your family here? No, so there's obviously my immediate family. So mum, dad, older brother, two younger sisters. My dad's parents are here. Uh, my dad's youngest brother and his, his well, my dad's youngest brother's here. Then he married a Kiwi girl. He's got two Kiwi kids. Uh, dad's youngest sister lives in Sydney. So she's migrating out to Sydney. She's doing well for herself in Sydney. And my dad's oldest sister and her family still lives in England. Uh, but mum's side of the family is all still in England. Mum's side of the family hates flying, so yeah. yeah. They visited once and they've ticked it off the bucket list. And yet we've seen Sarah in New Zealand. Once was enough. <laughs> once, yeah. Do you have any plans to get back soon or oh, any time yeah. at all? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've just had my, my granddad turned 80 a few weeks ago. And my cousins, I haven't seen for 14 years, came out for it. Um, and so me and the wife were like, oh, we'll save up now. We'll go, we'll do tickets and we'll try and get back in the next couple of years. So we just got to get to saving now because, geez, flights aren't cheap. Nah, man, you need to you need to get on those bloody deals, yeah. bro, as soon as I have those deals. Yeah, I'll be using my KiwiSaver just to get over there. <laughs> hey, see if it comes on Afterpay. <laughs> Can I pay twenty bucks a week for the rest of my life? 
take out a loan just to get a flight. Exactly, man. Oh, well, that's why my wife, she's good at the money managing side of things. So we earn it and I just go, take what we need to survive and we'll use the rest. (laughs) If it's up to me, mate, I earn it and it goes. It goes. Oh, yeah, I'm a burner. I'm a burner. I'm an owner and a burner. And my my thinking is, you've earned it, use it. Oh, 100%. Save it. Just like, even like when I was working, like, was it? I did like 21 days straight over the first lockdown. Mate, so I'd earn it, pay my rent, get my groceries, spend it. No, I didn't. I didn't save a dime. I didn't save a dime. The amount of stuff I bought off Gymshark, off Wish, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just spent it. Eh? I look back now, going, "Fuck, that was like prime opportunity to save." But nah, man, it was a depressing time. I needed to spend some money. <laughs> bro, same. I think I spent five grand over those two months of lockdown. Mate. Yeah, I don't think I spent five grand, but I would have spent a bit of dough. I drank a lot of mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't even say that. I just spent it on, like, clothes. Yeah, clothes and stuff. And just, like, bought like bought a, bought a new pair of football boots that I couldn't even use because, I, A, I wasn't even playing football at the time, and, B, it was COVID. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, great investment, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I sent I sent a bit of money for like for the wedding and stuff like oh I'll chip in here's twenty bucks because I've spent the rest. Of it. <laughs> no, yeah, I spent a bit. Yeah, I spent some money towards the wedding. So, can we touch on on that a bit? Um, you know, some of the listeners out there might be looking to get married, or they they um they might be married. So, so what are some of it advice as to how do you how do you ask the question? Um. Not the way I did it, that's for sure. <laughs> so we went over, I'll tell you the story. It's a brilliant story. Uh, went over to Rarotonga in my, uh, my first year at uni, actually. So like they bought the tickets and I moved up to Waikato. We're at the uni. Finished my first year of uni. So we went over in the end of November. Went for about three weeks, I think it was, in November. And in about, in about May... I decided, yeah, I'm going to ask her in Rarotonga. So, you know, as you do, down in July, got a couple of new tattoos. She she, she loved the tattoos. She hates them. <laughs> hates them. Uh, and I took her old man out for a beer and, you know, I said, you know, do I have your blessing to marry your daughter? And he goes, well, the way I see it, you're part of the family anyway, so you've got, you've got my blessing, but are you sure? <laughs> he said, he goes, are you sure? I was like, yeah. So I went to Rarotonga, and it was one of the last. Was one of I was, mate, I waited to like the last few days. You know, you don't want to do it right at the start of the trip, and you know, it was one sort of like the middle of it. Because then by you know by the time you get to the end of it, you're like, oh, I've been engaged like three two weeks, and now we're gonna relive all the hype when we move back to New Zealand. When we go back to New Zealand, so it was one of like the the second to last nights. Uh, her old man gave me the money. Actually, I was gonna use mine, but he's like, no, no, here you go. He's like, here's some money for take her out for dinner. So we went out to a place called Charlie's. Uh, beautiful place beautiful place so had our had our meal had this massive like surf and turf steak was about that thick and about that big and all oh, oh, it was amazing man <laughs> it was so good i was like oh, don't think i'm gonna be able to get down on one knee after eating all that <laughs> i get down and <laughs> <laughs> lower away um 
<laughs> but yeah, I said like after dinner, I went for a walk on the beach, and it's quite. I remember it being quite windy actually, and I'm I'm sitting there like real nervous throughout the whole day. I was feeling sick until dinner time. And I was like, oh, hungry now. Um, so I thought we'll go for a walk along the beach, and went for a walk, and there's this like perfect little spot where it like. The beach went into the ocean, but the ocean didn't come off onto that little part of the beach. So I thought, I'll take her there. Brilliant. Heading there, man and his dogs come down into the ocean. So I thought, that picnic bench over there is quite comfortable. <laughs> we took her over to the picnic bench. Um, and all the way throughout the year, like I've been saying to her, like something good's going to happen at the end of the year. I've just got a feeling something good's going to happen. Because she had a bit of a shit year. You know, She lost her granddad she had a close relationship with and um obviously i moved to hamilton so it's not like i was accessible every couple of minutes so anyway so i'm sitting there my, my left leg's going up and down like a frog in a sock and i'm like oh this is it i kind of have to ask the question now how am i going to say it so i go you know i've been saying all throughout the year that something good's going to happen she's like yeah you said that a lot i said well it is going to happen now disclaimer everything in here Sounds amazing. <laughs> I have it all planned out in here. What I'm going to say, what she's going to respond, and how it's going to be super romantic. So I said, Well, I don't want you to be my girlfriend anymore. <laughs> in my head, in my head, she goes, Oh, <laughs> in my head, she goes, Oh, what do you mean by that? Oh, no. The response I got, What? Are you breaking up with me in Rarotonga after my parents are paying for you to come out? I was like, this isn't the reaction I hoped for. So I quickly swung around on one knee, pulled the ring out of my pocket, slammed it in the face, gone, will you marry me? And it went silent. She went, what? Like, will you marry me? She goes, oh, fuck yeah, I will. <laughs> so... It's gone from being super romantic. Oh, what do you mean? Well, I want you to be my wife. To what the fuck? Oh yeah, fuck you. Yeah, Sounds like she was about to sock you one right oh, in the jaw. Mate, I swear, I saw the fist clench, and I was just waiting. <laughs> even as I got down on one knee, just to sock me in the head <laughs> with a nice clean uppercut. Just, mate, a punch McGregor would have been proud of. Eh? Just the same punch he knocked out Aldo with in thirteen seconds was coming my way. Holy. You probably would have seen your life flash before your eyes. Oh, mate, it flashed four times. Eh? I've seen other people's lives flash before my eyes as well. <laughs> that is a great story. Oh, well, that's the thing. We've got a great story about our engagement now. Instead of this, oh, will you be my wife? Yes, I will. We've got a good story to tell. <laughs> She's like, and I almost take... bashed the shit out of him. I almost knocked his block up. That beard nearly came from lying off his head. He was going to look like a five-year-old child after I was done <laughs> That's a whoopers ass back to England. <laughs> but yeah, so then like she said yes, thankfully, and we went back into the back into Charlie's to have like a celebratory drink and she had gone to the toilet and I went, You fucking idiot. Of course what what else was she gonna think? <laughs> what else what else was she gonna think? Oh what, what what this could mean. Of course she's gonna think, Oh, you idiot. But yeah, no, it's uh the phone calls were good going back to New Zealand. Obviously, rang rang the parents first as you do. Her parents were there, so they all they, we all told them first, and then rang rang mum and dad who were who were on night shifts. They were just handing over, I think. And I was like, "Hey, dad, you're right." He goes, 
who's this? I went, well, I've just called your dad. It's Jack. What number are you calling me off? Like, what number are you calling me off? I said, Rarotonga number. He goes, all right, uh, give me two minutes. I'm about to meet your mum. So I was like, all right, hung up. Rang him back five minutes later. I went, you with that? He goes, yeah, yeah, what's up? I said, Emily said yes. Oh, brilliant. Congratulations. I went, right, I've got to call other people. I'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally like the traveler sim in Rarotonga had about 500 megabytes of data and about 30 minutes of calling. So I had to like ring like 10 people and be like, yep, she said yes. Right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Just pass the message on for me. Yep. What's it? Can you WhatsApp it for us? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that no, was uh, yeah, that no, was a good good time, good time. That's an amazing story. How did you know? How did you know that you know that, that was the time? Well, I knew we were going to Rarotonga, but I was sitting in my sitting in my dorm room at uh, at the university halls, and as you do, you know, you FaceTime me. Oh, how'd you do? And then just like, just remember getting off the phone call, and just sitting there for just two minutes, going, "Yeah, I'm going to marry this woman." Yeah, she's the one. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, yeah, or yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, she's the one. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you think about it for a little bit until then, like you start looking at rings, and then you go, "Fuck, what's a ring size?" <laughs> <laughs> How did you navigate that? How did you navigate that? Oh, mate, so use my hope. I hope you have no one from Study Link listening, but I use my course related cost. <laughs> <laughs> so I used my course running costs and I went in and I saw the ring and I went, Can I get that one please? And they went, Yep, awesome, what's it for? So I'm gonna to propose to my girlfriend in Rarotonga and she goes, oh, Do you know a size? I went, Nope, just give me the ring. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Oh, you know, you can bring it back and we can resize it. I was like, perfect, it's all I need to know, just need the ring. Because <laughs> oh, even like we we did get it resized and even the bloke behind the counter went Shit, you've got some really dainty little skinny fingers. Like you're like Asian woman, small fingers. <laughs> and I was like, "Can you say that behind the counter?" But what he meant was, the, she's got the same size like fingers as like small little Asian women. That's like what he's seen from his own experience. So like we had to right. get like we had to get like reduced like by ten sizes, bro. <laughs> it was Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was an experience and extra money that I forgot about, and <laughs> course running cost wasn't on hand. <laughs> you should have saved that until the following year when you get your next lot of course related costs. <laughs> I should have, yeah, I should have. But literally got back to New Zealand. She's like, I want to wear my wedding ring. I was like, Well, we've got your mate's wedding first. Let's like, <laughs> well, sorry, engagement ring, not wedding. So you've got your mate's wedding first, like yeah. We should let her have a big day. And I could see her all through the wedding ceremony going, oh, I just want to tell people. I just want to tell people. I'll be there. <laughs> no, it's it's your friend's big day. It's not our big day yet. It's your friend's big day. Then about a week later, she told all her mates and went out and had like a little, a few mates just around at a, um, like a, a spring fern in Petoni and just had a few like, oh, this will be our engagement party. Woohoo, yeah, cool. A few mates, have a few drinks and. Had a big barbecue about a week later with the families, and yeah, it's a good time. Vibes, vibes. Yeah, I've heard good things about that old sprig and fern out there in Petone. Oh, it's brilliant, man! It's brilliant. It's so good because obviously they do their own beers as well. So they're like they, it's all craft beers, like the sprig and fern craft beers. But shit, it's a nice place, man. Nice place to go to. 
If, if, if ever you're back in Wellington and you do hit Patoni, Spriggan Fern's your place to go. Do good food as well. Yeah, because I think um, my mate Jerry, who often gets pulled up in this fucking podcast, <laughs> he took us there last December when it was his yeah. birthday. Yeah. Went yeah. for some frisbee golf out those ways. Frisbee golf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some frisbee golf frisbee out there golf. somewhere. I've seen like sometimes in the park there's like those little frisbee disc golfs and you go, oh, yeah, that'd be quite a cool thing to do. I'd be horrendous at it. Can't throw a frisbee to save my life. But, it's yeah, addictively no. fun. Like you suck, but it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I play normal golf, mate. Never mind frisbee golf. <laughs> mate, those Scots, they knew what they were up to when they created golf. They did. They're already angry enough as is. They didn't need to create what that makes them angrier. Jeez. Exactly. But they were like, watch this, we'll see how angry we can piss everyone else off and we'll get them to play this fucking thing. We'll we'll get them to we'll get them to our level so they understand why we're pissed off and why we hundred percent, bro. Oh, yeah. What's what's next for Jack? What's next? Uh well, hopefully finish uni next year. You'll yeah. get there. I'll get there. I'll get there eventually. Hey, that's what I said, bro. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, even the turtle beat the hare in a race, you know, it's all good. As long as we finish, that's all right. Hey, it's um, not about the destination, but the journey. Yeah, exactly, mate. You're speaking like a true wise old man that you are, eh? <laughs> hey, man, we got the degrees. That's all we need. <laughs> well, I haven't got the degrees yet. It's on the way. Um, what's next for me? Uh, once I finish this degree, move back down to a welly with a, with a wife and... Start a family, I guess. That's the next 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 phase of my life. Nice. Yeah, so we've kind of mutually agreed to, to wait till we get back to Wellington. So we've got like family around to help and stuff, but at the minute we're just kinda well, I'm enjoying yeah. it. I'm not sure she's enjoying mine too much with like football and the World Cup and everything like that. <laughs> oh yeah, it is the World Cup at the moment. But you don't want the poor bugger to be born in Hamilton. No, you don't. You want to give them a fair chance at life, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to everyone that's born in Waikato. <laughs> Sorry to the people in Hamilton listening to this, but yeah, I think you'll agree as well. Yeah. Although, Just... in saying that, FMG Stadium is the only place I've watched the Hurricanes in a short sleeve t-shirt and shorts. It is what... a great stadium too, by the way. Yeah, it's a, that's a great stadium. It's a brilliant. I like the stadium, actually. I wish I got to it more. But yeah, it's the only it's the only time I've ever watched the Hurricanes in short sleeves and shorts. Yo, well, I think I'll be up those ways for a few games next year. So, Mate, we'll you? link up. Definitely, man. Link up, get it going. Uh, you know, I'll be ripping that Chiefs, man. I got that Chiefs money. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> you've lived in Wellington. You've lived in you know, Dunedin, you've got a little soft spot for the Highlanders, but you're still like, fuck the Hurricanes, man. <laughs> still fuck the Hurricanes and up the Chiefs. Mate, you're from Taranaki. That's Hurricanes territory anyway. Yeah, that's the whole reason why I said fuck the Hurricanes. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. I hey, know you shouldn't say that because, you know, one day I'd want to get a few Hurricanes on the show. <laughs> you're going to reach out. And they're going to be like, nah, man, you said fuck the Hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll just edit this part out. We'll be sweet as. <laughs> we'll just you'll just personally make this one a bit uh, a bit jumpy eh? <laughs> so it jumps to the next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
going through a tunnel. Sorry, I can't <laughs> communicate. Hey, but how good are those Wellington Lions, baby? Hey, hey. Field and champs, babe. Woo! I don't know how last season Taranaki went undefeated to this season being horribly, horribly. Uh, just, just terrible. no boy, no boy. But them Lions, mate. Yeah, so. The, the Lions, obviously, their first and only shield defense this year was against Waikato. And because um, I worked for Avis Budget Rental Cars, the day after Waikato came through the uh, airport, <laughs> I really wanted to say something, but there was a few of their big props coming off there. <laughs> and then I just went, you know what? I'll keep this one for myself. <laughs> keep on moving, boys. Here's your cars. Good luck. Yeah, uh, unlucky boys last night, but you know, it's good effort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really had to hold my tongue out because, yeah, otherwise they probably would have jumped over the counter and rucked me a bit. Eh? <laughs> they probably would have stuffed you in the boot of a Honda Civic. Oh, jeez. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> Wouldn't put it past So, what's it like working at Avis Car Rentals? What's that like? Uh, not gonna, at the moment, busy as, man. We've got field days this week. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just had so many people come through the door, get rental cars. And because there is a massive nationwide shortage of rental cars, we've been pulling cars from wherever we can just to cover this week. Um, but now, obviously, it's coming to the end of field days. They're all going to be coming back. And it's like, brilliant. Now I've got to deal with them all coming back. That's <laughs> nah, good, man. Like it's it's a real it's a real good place to work. Like it's a real eye opening place. Like you often see it when you come off the plane. And I, in the past, I've thought, oh, poor buggers have to sit there and wait. And if there's no one on the plane, it's you know. But now I'm one of them poor buggers, and it's like, well, <laughs> there's actually loads of other stuff to do. So don't quite so feel sorry for them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, Bro, so why is there a shortage of rental cars at the moment? Um, I don't actually know. No one's told me, but from what I can piece together is obviously <clears throat> with COVID still lingering around like a bad smell, people catch it, so we can't get deliveries done on time. Cars don't get brought into the country or they're not allocated. Quick. Uh, yeah, so it's all probably just a mix of everything. And, of course, we have... We have a lot of like the government agencies like Oranga Tamariki and things like that. They get rental cars as well and Kiwi Rail have cars and New Zealand Blood get cars. So we've also got to like make sure we have enough for them if they need it. And yeah, so it was it's not until like I've actually so like I drove to Taupo a few weeks oh sorry, Topo a few weeks ago and it's just every like third car was a rental car. I'm like it's not until like you actually get driving that you notice these rental cars and then you get to pick up like what yours look like and then what other rental car companies look like as well because you're all in the same boat. So you just get to know every other rental car company. So you like chat crap with them, you like speak with them. Then you go, oh yeah, that's their rental car. There's one of our ones. My wife will tell you, we're driving down a Topol and I'm going, there's a rental car. There's a rental car. She's going, can you (laughs) shut up for like 30 seconds and switch your brain off from rental cars? (laughs) <laughs> it does be like that though when you work in that kind of place say like um i have a friend who's a builder and another one who's a plumber and, oh he worked on that house oh i worked on that house bro that's a nice house i've worked on that one it's like shut the fuck up i don't care Do you Good on you. On that house together? Yeah. <laughs> i get it you're employed must be nice 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm employed too. <laughs> I just about to say, you can come have a job up here with me at Avis Budget Rental Cars if you want. I'll trade you up. <laughs> I'll be the best damn car person you got. I had one lady actually. Oh, not one lady. Sorry, I've one bloke go. Oh, what sort of engine is it running? And I went, it has one. <laughs> oh, what sort of tires? <laughs> what sort of tires you using? Four black Rubber? ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you know, you don't know anything about cars, do you? Nope. <laughs> I just read them out, mate. To be honest with you. So, what petrol does it take? The green one. <laughs> green 91. Jesus. Green 91. <laughs> Mate, that's that's my knowledge with cars, eh? If it's got an engine, four wheels, and a steering wheel, it's good to go. Should have been like, which petrol does it take? BP? <laughs> Z, Z, Z unleaded. <laughs> Celtics, preferably. Celtics. <laughs> Mobile, babe. No, mate, challenge. Get back on that challenge, Buzz. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're pretty cheap, man. They're challenge, I'm pretty, pretty sure, cheap, is one man. of the cheapest, like, manned yeah. stations. Yeah. We, um, is pretty cheap, actually. I, I tend to fill up now at Waitomo more than any, because obviously they don't have to pay for staff. They just pay for the deliveries and don't yeah. charge your BPs and Zs, but, yeah, it's all good. But cool. see, that's the best thing about getting gas. You get a pie, you get a gas, and you're on your yeah. way. Yeah, but that's also the danger about filling up because you get a pie and you get a drink. And you're... <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's like Jack Standard Ritual going on a road trip. Right, let's get the V, let's get the pie. Let's... Right. Also, yeah. that's another good reason to buy a motorcycle because then you just you just fill up and you go. Yeah, you fall, yeah. I wish I was coordinated enough, eh? I'd be too scared. <laughs> it's not too bad. It's not too bad. I learned after lockdown. It's pretty easy. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. So you're one of them dickheads that weaving and out of traffic, eh? <laughs> nah, nah, no. man. You gotta be you responsible gotta be, yeah. on the road. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, you wanna you wanna live. You wanna live, exactly. 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 Was it? Like when I see them, I'm like, ah oh, man, it's kinda cringe, bro, because shit. You don't know what the driver in the car's gonna do. Yeah. Well that's that's the thing, man. Like, so we when we went down to went down to Balls for my sister's twenty first. And there's just you know, they're weaving in and out of traffic. I'm like, all it takes is just one driver just to not look, just indicate, boof, done for. That's yeah. done for. And, you know, my old man's told me stories about motorcyclists who have been hit in situations like that. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to stick with the safety of the car. <laughs> you know? Nah, man. Like, don't be scared of it, but, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a high-risk vehicle that you do really need to be oh, careful. Yeah. You have to be so vigilant on the mate. Just... No, you sir. I've definitely become a better driver now. Yeah. You're more aware. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Maybe I should. I'll get a moped. I'll get a Vespa. I'll end there pretty soon. Yeah. I'll get a Vespa to ride around Hamilton with. Park, take walk, See, walk around the shops with me so it doesn't get stolen. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon they're worse, though, because like, they don't have that power that you need on the freeway. Nah, you just. <sighs> Hamilton, you get around Hamilton in 10 minutes in a Vespa, mate. You stay off the 110, you'll be all right. <laughs> uh, my, uh, when my family came over, they went to Mudder Mudder to see the Ho- see Hobbiton. And they didn't tell me that. Oh, right. right. I was like, oh, you, you're up this way. Like, yeah, yeah. He goes, why? He goes, oh, I live in Hamilton. Like, oh, 
Oh, we didn't know. I said, oh, that's all right. You've seen the best part of Hamilton, the outside. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need. That's all you need. Best part about the Hamilton is the 110 highway past it. <laughs> but I don't think I've been to Hamilton, bro, in at least 10 years. Well, you're not missing. Maybe more. You're not missing much. You're really not. <laughs> really not. I've been here four years and I think I've seen everything. Not enough. Ah, oh, mate, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Again, sorry to the people that have lived here their whole life, but was it when they have, did you, uh, what's the, what's the news when they started that Tahuya train to Auckland? And they asked like yes. two locals, like, oh, are you going to use it? And he goes, yeah, so we can get out of Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Like, Fair point. At least you're honest, eh? Like, oh, yeah, I might do a little day trip. Nah, to get out of Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> just, just want to get out of this hell. <laughs> so brutally honest, but I was like, you know what? I can respect it on the news. <laughs> Brotherhood. Yeah. Hey man, there's something that I always do on the show. Yep. I didn't tell you about it beforehand, but regular listeners will know. This is the dream box, and so on this box, it's a Trey Young sneaker box. I brought a pair of Trey Youngs. It says, always remember when they doubted you. Yep. And so inside this box is every guest that's come on has shared a dream with me. And it's inside this box. And so the aim is to one day fill this back wall full of everybody achieving these dreams. Everyone achieving their dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you have any dreams that you'd like to share with us that we can um, put together and put up on that wall? Uh Add it to the dream box. Add it to the dream box. Oh, geez. All my dreams kind of died when I moved to New Zealand because it was... <laughs> and that Jesus, sounds real bad. Morbid. That sounds real bad. But my big ones was wanting to play professional football and play play for England, play for, play for Newcastle. And, but yeah, it wasn't until sort of like the Phoenix got started that I started rethinking about those dreams. And then, yeah, it just never really kicked on, eh? Like, so yeah, I just kind of my dreams now is probably to start a family and raise kids of my own and get through uni and get a get a steady job so that I can provide for the family and sounds sounds pretty yeah. cliche but I've said this to the wife before is like I think I lived a good life when if I can sit on my little rocking chair at the end of a day got my kids and their kids and see my grandkids running around and I'll go you know what life was good. Life was good. Yeah. Well, this one will definitely be a satisfying goal to put up once we achieve it. So when that happens, um, I'll put an emoji. But I'm going to need a photo of you and your baby and your wife. I'll I'll put an emoji of your baby's face just for the privacy of your your child. You'll definitely definitely get get pictures going, look, I've achieved something. (laughs) But that 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 is a huge achievement, bro. And I can't wait for you to achieve that. I mean, you're already halfway there. You're married, man. You have a a wonderful wife. She is wonderful. She yes, she is very wonderful. She's amazing. Well, I mean, she puts up with you so far. That's why she's amazing. (laughs) She does put up with me. That's that's a win in all situations. So I say my friends as well. They go, "How are we friends?" I said, "I don't know. You put up with me somehow." Put up with the constant wearing of the Newcastle shirts, the constant yarning about Newcastle football. The, the songs as well, man. I sing songs like, oh, 
mate, I do love the English people at any sporting event or even music events. Like just recently, I seen on TikTok when Kendrick um, Lamar was in a box, and they're like, "He's in a box, in a box, Kendrick's in a box." Kendrick's in a box. Mate, we know how to party. We know how to celebrate. But like, my thing is, every time I get drunk, I revert to Newcastle songs. So like, I was with my mate. Like we we finished the night in the trolley. He's a Liverpool fan and I'm a Newcastle fan. And we were singing Newcastle songs like, Bruno's fucking magic. He wears a magic hat. And even he was getting involved. And I was like, this is brilliant. He's gonna, I'm going to convert him. He's converted. He's, he's, <laughs> he's going to ask me for a shirt. He hasn't asked me for a shirt. But <laughs> I feel the day's coming. I'm just going to poke the bear one too many times. And he's going to be like, oh, I'm a Newcastle fan. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, because I knew this podcast was coming up with you. Yeah. I was this close the other day because they were on sale. And I mean, probably good reason they're fucking on sale. But I was this close to getting a United jersey just to wear on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I might have cancelled that appointment. <laughs> if, if you're listening, you didn't get to see the facials. But on YouTube, you should see the facials of this guy. He just threw the dirtiest look my way. Mate, yeah, horrid. My sister's boyfriend's a Liverpool fan, eh? But it's all right at, at least he's not there. What? It's all right at the moment because obviously we're above him in the league, so we always go like, oh, how's your neck looking up that high? Should we get you a neck brace? And he's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least it's not a, um, what's it, What's that team that I beat you in FIFA in that one time? What? The team <laughs> that one, one time. Yeah, that one oh, time you pulled the man. the power plug out. When did I do that? Well, that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> that was definitely you. It was that red and white oh, team. I don't even know. No, we don't need to. We don't need to abuse the people's ears with that terrible name. We don't need to abuse it. All I'm going to say to them is, we saw them crying on Netflix. <laughs> See, if I could have got my hands on one of those jerseys, it would have been probably a pathetic jersey to wear. But hey, it would have been, good. It would have been for the lols. Would have been depressed. It's. It's a warning that comes with the shirts that you buy. It says, warning, this causes depression. Mate, I'm a Brisbane Broncos fan, so I know a lot about depression. Hold on. Hold on. The Broncos were successful once. You won the... Won yeah, the once. Broncos. I was too young to appreciate it. Well, Warriors have been super successful, haven't they? <laughs> They're new. new like they not cool jerseys. <laughs> Hey, at least like I've I've watched the Broncos win a few titles. I've always I've I've always had a soft spot for the Broncos because of being a Queensland Maroons fan and they play at Suncorp. So. See, that's where people get fucked up with me is because I'm a Brisbane Broncos fan, but I love New South Wales Blues. Ah, oh, what are you doing, man? Like, even the Wiggles love the Blues, mate. Yeah, look at the Wiggles. Did you say the Wiggles? The fucking I'm Wiggles. Sure, the yellow Wiggle turned out to be a pedo. No, he got cancer. That's why he left. No, one of them. I'm sure one of them was found to be a paedophile. Nah, because they still tour together. The yellow one just had cancer, so he had to take time off. Uh, well, sorry to the yellow wiggle that I've just abused as being a paedophile. <laughs> Are you cancelled for this episode? <laughs> Bro, I swear every guest that comes on here tries to push the envelope every week to try and get me cancelled. 
We talked some outrageous topics. I don't, I don't, I didn't mean to try and get you cancelled. It was just. I... <laughs> don't worry. I think the episode that's coming out on last Friday, yeah. by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be last Friday. But it's coming out this Friday mm-hmm. when I'm talking to you. That one we pushed the envelope very far. You pushed, <laughs> you pushed the boundaries, did you? <laughs> we we tried. We really tried. <laughs> love it. I love it. Though. Um. What's it called? Here's another thing that we do on the show regularly is if you could go back and tell, mm, let's go with, let's go with 18 year old Jack. If you could tell 18 year old Jack something, what would you tell him? Whether it be advice, warning, uh, just what would you tell 18 year old Jack? Uh, you see, 18 year old Jack, this was only eight years ago. What would I tell myself eight years ago? <laughs> um, everything's going to be all right. I'll say that. I'll probably sell him some lotto numbers so he could win twenty four million as well. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll probably just tell him everything's going to be all right. You know, eight years ago, pretty pretty single Pringle. Uh, yeah, not a lot going on really. Like, didn't really have too much of a social life because playing sport nearly every day and didn't really get out much and had to work Saturday nights and Sundays as well. So I was pretty, I wouldn't say antisocial, but just never really had the social aspect down. But now like looking at me now, like people invite me out to parties, go out drinking, just go around, chill out at the people's house, go play golf, got a wife. So I'd just probably tell them everything's going to be all right. Everything will work out. So, yeah. That's some great advice. That's some great advice. Yeah. Also, you're not the only person to come on here and say that they wouldn't really tell them anything different. They just say, keep chipping along. I mean, like, yeah, if, yeah. If you said, what would you tell five year old Jack? I'd say, don't leave England. (laughs) No, no. But then you wouldn't be here. I do love New Zealand. I do love New Zealand. It sounds bad, but just as we were leaving England I got scouted to go to Birmingham City's academies but couldn't because we moved to New Zealand and football obviously wasn't huge when we came here there's no such thing as Phoenix I don't even think the Kings were around I think back then it was still referred to as soccer like it has it has grown now like it it is readily and more available not more available but it is football more often now than football is starting to become you know like it is there's a lot of local leagues now that are being shown on tv so like there's this you know the big final between auckland city and wellington olympic at the weekend you know those games were shown on tv whereas like 10 years ago amateur football was yeah Yeah. you put college rugby on tv how about putting men's football on tv nah don't even think about it you know, so football is getting big and it is called New Zealand football now for those people that still say, no, nah, it's New Zealand soccer. If you go on the website, it's called New Zealand football. <laughs> it's called New Zealand football. So don't come at me with this soccer nonsense. It's New Zealand football. All right. Every Kiwi that still goes to me, yeah, it's soccer, nice. it's soccer here in New Zealand. No, no, even your national body calls it football. So shut up. Don't, don't, yeah, it bad. has changed. <laughs> with- One thing I will say, did you did you catch that meme the other week when um England and US tie yeah. in, in the World Cup and then hands and... 
Yeah, there was loads of memes about that. Like they said, what if Christian Pulisic scores and he lifts off a shirt and says, it's called soccer. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he would do that too. And then it was all about if England lost, they had to keep James Corden. And if the US lost, they had to keep James Corden as well. Because he's been a bit <laughs> in the press I've heard. So. Well, and there was also between um, Logan Paul and KSI, <laughs> if US won, the America got a new flavor of prime, yeah. and if the UK won, then that'd get an exclusive flavor. But what happened with the draw? Probably just dropped <laughs> it in the middle of the Atlantic. <laughs> First one finds New Zealand gets a flavor. Yeah, but did they bring it down? <laughs> Poor New Zealand. Bro, I know, right? I really want to try it, but I've seen mixed reviews. Some people love it, and then I've seen some people like Triple H absolutely hates Does it. He? he reckons it's shit. Um, Tastes like cough medicine. That's a big, that's a big one. So I guess, like, yeah. The different flavors as well, like you gotta. Try, I think you gotta try them all before you can really like. Because some flavors, yeah, they're like lemon and lime. I already know. I hate lemon and lime. I stay away from lemon and lime. Everything. But I'm so. so I want that tropical punch one. That red so one. I want to try that. Love tropical punch, bro. Tropical punch. Bro. And that ice pop. Yes. Blue blue raspberry. What is a blue raspberry? It always delicious though. It never lets you down. Never. Raspberry yeah, of my that. life, but that flavour always slaps. Yeah, I've never actually seen a fucking blue raspberry. How? Where? Who come up with that fucking? Who just flavor? goes? You know what? Never seen one. Don't know what it tastes like. But we're gonna make blue raspberry, and it's gonna be delicious. <laughs> like the, the advertising with that, like, that new Meta Moon one. They don't. Yeah. So that's why it's just like we don't know. It's just out as what's a Meta Moon? That's the flavour of this drink. They probably just created something that they didn't use any artificial flavors for and are like Ooh, yeah. well that's the thing they're this. trying to brand isn't it it's like it's a healthy gatorade it's better than gatorade it's better than Powerade. it's just a super new healthy drink i still yeah. jumped on board with it because obviously ksi is an arsenal fan so they've gone Come. oh that's right yeah they sponsor yeah. them mate I've, I've only had one of my mates just forgive me because we beat them 2-0 at the end of last year to stop them getting champions league he wouldn't talk to me for ages, eh? I'm like, hey, mate, how are you? Don't talk to me. You stopped us getting checked. <laughs> so we didn't stop you. We were just the final the final straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> You're the result. It's your fault. He's only just started talking to me because we're starting to beat the teams that, you know, they need to lose so they stay top. I'll talk to you. Thanks for doing us a favour. But come, come January 4th, when we play them, I think... Uh, I think it could be uh, friendship over for the time being. <laughs> Better no to, no talking for no the talk, for the next. Few don't months. talk to me for ninety minutes. Let's see the result. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, one other question that I always ask on the show, and that's kind of related to the previous one that I did mm-hmm. ask you, um, is if in five or ten years' time you listen back and you look back on this podcast, what, what's something you'd like to say to the future you, to future Jack in ten years' time or five years' future time? Future Jack? Yeah, or something you'd like to ask him. Most people so far have struggled with this question. Yeah, I'd be asking him for lotto numbers, that's for sure. So it makes Jack <laughs> this time a bit easier. Um, ah, ah. Probably... Something along the lines of, along the lines, along the lines of, have you achieved what you wanted? You know, you can you can say now, I want, oh, I want kids, I want this, I want that. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, 
could could not wake up, could go for a walk down Hamilton and get ram raided by a car or <laughs> That is true. That is true. Tomorrow so is not promised. If God willing, I'm alive in ten years, I'd probably say, Did I achieve what I wanted? And if not Nice. How can we achieve them? I've kind of put my professional dreams to the side in a in a special box. Um because at the moment in, in Hamilton, there's there's no real pathway to the Phoenix, and no one's really looking at Hamilton as a hotbed for football. <laughs> um, so my profession. Hey, you could start could that. Start that. You could, start, could start, that. start that. Probably not going to start that, but uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So my professional my professional aspirations are are still there, but they're just in a box. But yeah, just me. Did I achieve what I wanted? Is is life the way I saw it, you know, in the future? You know, yeah. That's beautiful, bro. That's appreciate beautiful. that. You did throw me under the bus though with that. I was That's like, it. shit, fuck, future. Well, see, if I give people time to prepare for that question, then they're constantly yeah. thinking about it throughout the whole interview, and it's not yeah. authentic. Whereas this is just a raw and authentic experience of the emotions you went through trying to answer that question. Sounds kind of right. Also, I did want to ask, like, um, you mentioned briefly before, like, about the football pathways in England. Like, what are they like? Uh, yeah, well, in England, they try and scout you young. So, like I said, I was I was five five years old when they scouted me to an academy, and it's a lot of it is you do schooling and you go train for football, but even then, like, you you have to be pretty pretty special to get th- to get through all the ranks and I think what they get millions of kids there thousands of kids there and into the different academies and then only like a handful make it into like the senior squads and only a handful make it into the first team so even if I had got into the academies and gone through that doesn't necessarily mean I would have made it as a pro I think what would have helped is the fact I'm left footed and that you stand out a bit more with the left foot because you're one in ten. Ten people, nine people have right foots, but that left foot, you know. Everyone says they've got an educated left foot. No one says they've got an educated right foot. Some of the some of the best rugby kickers, you know, look at Dan Carter and Johnny Wilkinson, they were left footed and they, they stick out and so having a left foot helps, but again, there's thousands of kids and even then they buy people from overseas as well, so it's yeah. <laughs> I can say, oh, I should have stayed yeah. in England and would have gone pro. I might not even have gone pro. So, yeah. You should have just took up rugby when you got well, to pro and just went to say that, rugby. I did play rugby for two seasons. I uh, I was a I was a fly half, first five, number 10, because I was the only one coordinated up to kick. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say you would have had a boot on, yeah. Did have a, I did have a good boot. And so when you play from the try line to the 22, when you score, you come back in front of the post and you kick it over the post. So the first year... There I was, my little headgear on, playing touch rugby with my head guard on. <laughs> loved it, loved touch rugby. The next season, you play tackle. <laughs> Didn't quite love it as much. And I think that the turning point for me of not playing rugby was when I was running down the wing. And then the next minute, I just see my head go back. My legs are still going. Some little kid had just clotheslined the snot out of me as I was running down the wing. And I went, I went from that moment on. I'm gonna stick with football. Football, football. 
I, when I told Dad I wanted to play rugby, it broke his heart a little bit. But he thought, you know, I'll let him try it. You see how he likes it? And I said to him, Dad, I'm coming back to football. He went, Oh, sweet load. Thank you for starting the ladder, my boy. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, yeah. I played rugby for two seasons, and after that second season of tackle, I went, nah, not made for this. I'm a footballer. I'm a footballer. I'm either, if I if I did go back and play rugby, I'd either be a lock or I'd be the water boy. I wouldn't be anything else. <laughs> Love the honesty. Love the honesty. Sometimes. So you didn't yeah, even didn't. try league? Nah. Didn't know what league was until we moved to Wainui. Even know what league was till we moved to Wainui. Had a had that had the warrior shirt, the black one with you know when they had Bro, see those are like the, the OG ones, man. They're legit. I love that jersey. That oh still to this day one of my favourite. The fact it was just the same template for the away one, yeah. just changed the colour yeah. scheme around grey to black. Yeah, man. That was my first Warriors top. Didn't know who they were. Didn't know what they were. It was just a cool <laughs> shirt that my dad brought. And um but yeah, didn't know what league was till we moved to Winery. And obviously league's huge in Got a deep squad there and obviously like with Pity Weepu playing league for a while and you know, so Yeah. Dad actually Dad says if he had his time again, he'd be a league player. And he'll be the, they do the kickoff, the little kid catches it and passes off to him. Yo. And he'll just gun it straight. Old man, and I think, <laughs> you're built like me. <laughs> you <laughs> you would run into two of the biggest blokes possible going, ah! <laughs> hey, they got some big boppers in league, man. <laughs> oh, mate. Rus- I, think it, I think the reason why my dad wanted to do it is because he saw Russell Packer do it. And obviously, Russell Packer's bald as well. My dad's bald. He's like, I could do that. But no, you couldn't. You'd get snapped in half. You'd be broken after the first run. You'd have to get taken <laughs> off the tower. No, no. I'd do it all properly. I was like, no, you wouldn't. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> he, still, he, tells you, he tells me he still has dreams of playing for Newcastle. He's 50-odd. He's 50-odd years old. <laughs> dreams never die, brother. Dreams never die. Speaking of dreams, I was having a dream the other week and I got so pissed off myself because as we ran out to play at St. James's Park, which is where Newcastle play, I woke up and I vividly remember waking up going, oh, don't wake up now and trying to go back to sleep. <laughs> That's the worst day. Oh, mate, just as the dream got good, your body goes, and we're awake. You're like, That's no. always me when I'm, I've got millions of dollars. I'm like, yeah, and then I wake up and I'm like, fuck, I'm poor. Yeah, you're holding your pillow thinking it's cash money. You're about to buy yeah, six Ferraris. Oh, yeah. Ferraris, a Lamborghini, and the proper 12 yacht that McGregor Get the McLarens. The McLarens. Oh, Bentley. Get a driver to drive them for me. Why not, eh? Get your own petrol exactly, pump, charge your bro. own petrol prices. <laughs> Get that oil money. Bro, Get that Saudi Arabia it. money. <laughs> Yeah, oh, shit, yeah, they have. Shit, yeah, but as we start wrapping up here, the time's ticking oh. on, so might as well start wrapping up. Is there anything you'd like to say, or is there any anything that you're up to that you want the people to know about? I want the people to know about the time where you bought your Xbox One and you got your 360 for about 50 bucks with the games. And still got the 360, actually. It's 
not in use anymore, but she's still, uh, down still here. kicking. She's still, still kept. Oh, I'm not sure if she's kicking anymore. I upgraded to a PS4. But I also want the people to know that we were supposed to go uh, for a fitness testing at the Institute of Sport. Remember this one? And we came around, like you kind of came around to your place. And you just bought it to your FPS, but you didn't unbox it. Oh, no, you left it in the box. You jumped on your laptop. Mikey jumped on his laptop. I jumped on my laptop. And you and Mikey spent all night building a Minecraft world. I think I fell asleep about one o'clock. I was trying to figure out the keys and shit. And I went up. You and Mikey stayed up all night. And I remember waking up at like seven o'clock when we had to go. And you two still there building your little Minecraft. I thought, fucking nerds. <laughs> Not sure if you remember that there, right? and the people don't know this, but yeah, I remember you staying up all night with Mikey, building a little Minecraft world, and then us going to the Institute of Sport the next day, and you two go. <laughs> and I think it might have been the same day, you tried to pull a hammy. Bro, I always try and pull a hammy. But you tried... <laughs> this is what gave it away. You were holding your right leg, limping off your left leg. <laughs> so you walked over going, ah, oh, pull my hamstring, lifting on the left leg, holding your right hamstring. And the tutor just goes, get your ass back in there. You haven't pulled anything. You're limping off the wrong leg. And you were like, fuck. <laughs> oh, man, it was the best thing ever watching you try and get out of that guy. Bro, I used to come up with all the excuses to get out of shit. I hated yoga. Remember when we had to do yoga? Um, yeah. Was oh, oh yep, I do it. Oh, yes, no, I do. That's right. I was the best at it because I fell asleep and everyone laughed. At me. I fell, again, I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep. And Izzy, Izzy Gill, he laughed at me. He goes, oh, Jack's asleep. And the chin goes, actually... That's what we want to achieve because he's so in a peace. I was, yeah, I was about to say, this cub wasn't at peace. He was just lying down. He was happy that he was lying down. He didn't give a fuck about the stretches. I was, what's in it? I think I woke up and went, what's in a peace? I just wanted some. I was, I was sick of that yoga and that tutor. She, she was not fun. I did hot yoga as part of like that high performance academy. Never again, never again. Hot yoga. Who yoga's hard enough as it is? Who thought? You know what? Fuck it. Let's go to sauna and do some yoga. <laughs> Fuck that. I've never tried it, and I've never wanted uh, to. Want... That just doesn't appeal to me. Don't ever. Try it. Don't ever try it. Like I, I sweat enough as is. I walk out the door and I sweat. I walked into this thing and just it was it was almost like it was pouring down a rain off before it. Like here we go. All the blo- all the lads have got their shirts off and pulled the shorts right up, and all the like the chicks are in their sports bras and they pulled their shorts as far as they can as well. It was just a hot mess, eh? It was just nah, a hot mess. Nah, that's definitely not on a to do list for me. That's a, I don't want to. No. That's like camping and hiking. I don't no. want to, nor do I need to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> camping. I love camping. As long as it's near civilization. Yeah, see, I can do glamping. Like, if I can drive to this location yeah. and, like, it's a meter away yeah. from my car, I'm, I'm cool with it. But I'm not climbing no yeah. mountain. I'm not hiking with no bears, snakes, cats, or whatever. I'm sleeping in a cabin with AC and a TV and portable Wi-Fi. 
Amen, brother. Amen. Fuck the view. I can I see like it on Instagram. There's YouTube videos <laughs> no about it. Exactly. You know, I can put on an Oculus and pretend I'm there. <laughs> I can pretend I'm going on a hike with my VR. Exactly. And I'll put on my AC so I feel like the wind's going. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> but I also want to say, the person who got me into Minecraft, back to that story a little bit, is fucking Ty. Oh, Ty Rumorehi. Oh, yes, he loved it. He, he was the one that got us into it. He was also the one that was like, don't tell anyone that we play this fucking game. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck, yeah, that was, that was some good times. We man. had some great good times, time. bro. We had some really good times. Hey, oh. They were the easiest times. Well, were, were they the easiest times? Yeah, they are still pretty yeah. easy. Like, looking back now on how hard university is compared to NZS, bro, we had it so easy. We had it so easy. And yet we easy. still complained. Was, yeah, always. <laughs> it, was, it was our job. Our job. What we had to do, we had to complain. Fuck yeah. What, what was his name? Oh, Petey. Petey! Yeah, it's Geordie Pete. Oh, Petey. Muscle man. Pete, yeah. Fuck. Remember when he turned up and I was like, oh, no, he's got an accent similar to mine. Where are you from? Your class? Like, oh, yes! We're infiltrating the government. <laughs> With Bro, he was built like a fucking brick shit house. Fucking hell, was he? Fuck. I thought, man, he was, he was something different. That I kid. wonder what he's up to these days. Probably benching. <laughs> Bro. No, because he's ice hockey, wasn't yeah. he? He was an ice hockey player. And he was, yeah, those guys have to be built, I think. But there's no ice in hockey rink in bloody Wellington, is he? No, there's um, inline hockey rinks, which I guess is the same. There's one near Kilburnie Swimming Pool. That's the one we went to, eh? Yeah. There's the one I, I couldn't do because I had torn my meniscus. So I was like, yeah, no, I can't do it. Eh? Brilliant. Sweet. <laughs> I don't want to fall apart every 10 seconds. Right, it was oh, painful until you got it. Yeah. You know, there's like, you know, there's other roller skates. Like, I think they're like the 60s ones that have like the shoe and the four wheels on either side. Yes. Yeah, I used to wear those all the time. And they had balance. So how do you think I was going to do with like wheels that are in a line? <laughs> like Bambi on ice? <laughs> Bro, it would have been hilarious. I think Mups was terrible. Oh, Mups was, yeah, Mups was horrendous. Mups was horrendous. It was funny, though. He was hilarious. Like, he, at least he could, like, laugh at himself at how bad he was. But, yeah, he was just, oh. I think it took me a few lessons to get the hang of it. Yeah, you got good. You got good. Jade, Jade picked it up real quick. She was. She picked up real quick and was good. Now, she's one of those girls that were good at everything. Yeah. Made me And Mikey, he was like a former fucking rollerblader. Oh, yeah. He just pulled that Jeez. out of nowhere. He's like, oh, I actually used to do it back in the day. <laughs> I was like, fuck up, yeah. cunt. He was like doing all the trips, like sliding and stuff, doing it properly. Like you're struggling to stand up for the first few. <laughs> and he's going right. backwards and fucking round in circles. Oh, and. Back when I was a nipper, I was doing this in Topol. And... <laughs> That's right, yeah. Because wasn't he oh, like man. 50 by the time we got to NZIS? <laughs> Push that. Push that. Bro, but... Oh, remember Warwick, who was 50 when we were there? Yeah, man, yeah. 
Raiders. Yeah. He was an alright guy though. He was, he was a good guy. He was, yeah. He was just like me at uni now, just a bit older than everyone, and everyone's going like all these references, and we're going, I'm going. What? <laughs> well, see, uh, man, you got to stay with it, man. You got to stay with it. You got to keep on Instagram, TikTok. You got to stay. You got to stay up. Oh, mate, I don't do TikTok. That's how you fall behind. Yeah, I'm happy. I'll happily fall behind with TikTok. I don't want the Chinese government knowing who I am. <laughs> They'll probably watch this podcast and find out enough and ban me from it without even having it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, mate, yeah. But as we wrap up, bro, is there anywhere people can find you if they want to find more out find out more about you? Uh, yeah. They can jump on my socials. Jim uh, Ray PT. J-I-M-R-A-Y-P-T. Set that up when I used to be a PT. Don't do it anymore. <laughs> uh, I don't post on the gram a lot. I do go on the gram a lot. Just don't post. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I think it might even be private. So you'll have to <laughs> probably slide in my DM, say, hey, watch the podcast. Can I? Yeah, I'll be like, oh, yeah, all right. Uh, same with my Facebook, Jack Emery. Pretty, don't do it. Don't do Facebook as much as well. Uh, got Snapchat, Emery9. Yeah, that's pretty Oh, you go my LinkedIn. I've got a LinkedIn again. Oh, yeah, send that through. Because um, I'll link most of your socials down there. Probably Instagram yeah, and LinkedIn. Yeah. Oh, I saw uh, Andreas Casalides, actually. Remember Andreas? Yeah, old Drake. He was, uh, he popped up on my LinkedIn. He was having a uh, espresso martini, saying it's the perks of the job. I was like, I want his job. Yeah, where's he now? <laughs> uh, Auckland, I think, his profile. Flash. Yeah. He made it all the way up the road. The old, yeah. So yeah, LinkedIn, Jack Emre, I'm pretty sure it is. There's a picture of me smiling away. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Mean. And so, yeah, again, Farno, I'll link all his uh, socials down there uh, for you in the description. If you want to check him out, give him a follow, or even reach out if you need some advice on how to propose or how not to propose, then uh, <laughs> reach out to Jack. I'm sure he'll be happy to lend a hand. <laughs> Definitely how not to propose. I'm not. <laughs> but, bro, I just want to say a huge shout-out to you. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. This has been yeah. a real pleasure. It's been such a great catch-up. It's good to see you and um, chat with you again, bro. It's been way too long, way too long. Far too long. Definitely. No, I appreciate it, boss. Thank you for the invite. It's been awesome. It's been so much fun. Like, Chen, hour and a half. It's been a good catch-up. It's been a great catch-up. And there's so many great (laughs) messages in this uh, podcast as well that people can take home and pull apart. Pull apart as much as you want. Ask me what do I mean by it. I'm probably just not a lot, but hey. (laughs) Anytime. Anytime. Exactly. So, (laughs) Mauriori Tefano, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Rauri. That's Jack. We've enjoyed having you here take care everybody and we'll see you again soon